Welcome to From Fearful to Fierce. Have you ever wondered what living your true, authentic life would be like and doing so fearlessly, undeniably, and unapologetically? Is such a way of life even possible? Sarah Udo Grossfurtner says it is. From Fearful to Fierce is a podcast that shares simple, easy-to-implement tips on how to be authentically, unapologetically, undeniably, and fearlessly you. From Fearful to Fierce, the brainchild of Sarah Udo Grossfurtner is based on her FFTF trilogy, a series on the importance of knowing, accepting, and loving oneself. So whether you're struggling with imposter syndrome, self-doubt, or just looking to level up your confidence game, this podcast has got you covered. Get ready to take on the world one fearless step at a time. We are your host, Sarah Udo Grossfurtner and Margaret Carter. Our topic today is instincts. I know everybody's got them, but Sarah, what are instincts? Uh, Margaret, well, instinct is a natural born desire or compulsion, something we have in, in all of us to act in a certain way, especially towards an external factor. Oh, okay. So how do instincts differ from learned behavior? Instinct is something inborn, a natural knowing that something is about to take place. But a learned behavior is something that you've learned, <laughs> for want of a better word to say. Okay. Something that you've learned and you know works in a particular way. For example, if you say, okay, if I put two colors together, they produce a certain color, you've learned that. So next time, if you want that color, you're going to put the same color together, knowing that you're going to get that same outcome. But you've learned it, so you know it. Okay, so if instincts are reacting to external factors, what's the relationship between instincts and emotion? Uh, Well, okay, when we talk about emotion, for example, it depends on your mood. For example, if I say I feel exuberant, I feel happy, and that all is well with me, Mm -hmm. then I'm very, very happy at that moment. But despite that joy or the happiness I might be feeling, If I feel a certain distrust within the circle, maybe towards a person, or maybe because of something someone has said, and instantly I feel that something is not quite right, Mm -hmm. I'm still still going to be happy regardless. The, the, The emotion I'm feeling is dependent on the mood. I'm happy, but it does not take away the fact that I'm feeling a certain distrust towards a certain person, even within that Okay. Uh, that uh, that, that setting. space, that setting. Instinct. Even if you're happy at that point that you're feeling happy, it does not prevent you from you know feeling that there's that kind of distress. So they can act in tandem. Okay. All right. So um, sometimes I mean, like there's this. Some people say that uh, women have certain instincts or men have certain instincts. Um, does Instinctual behavior, you know, change depending on one's gender? Hmm. Well, you know, I I like to think that sometimes women are more prone to, or maybe because we uh, practice it more. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, as a mother, something can just tell you that maybe you left your child or you're doing something in the kitchen or you you left your child in the sitting room or vice versa. And immediately you sense something that your child is up to no good. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. You don't know how you know it, 
but you know it. Women tend to, maybe because we are mad looking out and we are honing it. Anything that you hone, meaning anything that you listen to and practice, it gets better. So you can tell a mother is more uh, likely to uh, sense that something is wrong or going to happen to the to the child because the mother has been listening. But I'm not going to say all men are not, you know, don't respond to their instinct. But I would like to think that women respond more because they are mothers. But you know, not all women are mothers and you weren't born a mother. I mean, does instinctual behavior change over time? I think there's that natural thing in you that you're going to be a mother some someday. And I don't know how it was in certain culture, but in the culture that I'm from, you know, as soon as you're born and you're a girl, they raise you with the, this thing in you that you're one day going to be a mother. And so the way that your brother is raised, if you have a brother, it's going to be a little different from the way that you, that your, you yourself as a girl are raised. For example, I know that sometimes my daughter used to say to me this. She would say, so how come whenever you need something in your kitchen, you just like automatically call me? Why can't you just call my brother and that would be my son? So in certain culture, I know you just, there's something that allows you to build up, that allows, uh, or that makes women build up baby girls right from the get-go with the idea that they're going to be mothers. So we are talking about honing here, a, a, a skill. So instinct is already inborn, but the more you hone it, the more you listen to it, the more that you grow, you develop it, the better it becomes. Uh-huh. In a sense. So yeah. it's the socialization it's the social- mm-hmm. in a society mm-hmm. or a culture that can either hone and uh, cause these types of behaviors to be more sensitive, exactly. but it can also repress. Yeah, it can. It, it can, can also. I mean, just because you are happen to be female when you're born mm-hmm. doesn't mean that automatically you're going to be um, a, a mother. Mm-hmm. Does it also mean that automatically males or those that are born male have to be uh, fathers? Mm. Oh, we are talking about instinct is a born thing here. Mm. Okay. As you're born, if you're born a woman, you know, mm. there's something inside of you. Whether you choose later to give birth and then become that word mother, it's, it's going to depend on you. But there's something inside you that's been implanted, an inborn thing that, that compels you towards a certain way of being, you know, some kind of inborn coded message that is there. Someone talks about seeing the, the, the rock in the water and you're thinking there's just a little bit of the surface of the rock and you think ah. that is quite huge. I mean, sorry, rather, you think it's very little. Underneath the water is actually bigger than what is on the surface. You see? It's just but the tip of the exactly, iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg, exactly. So you don't, so you always have that thing. It's the tip. That instinct is already a tip of the iceberg of the what the potential of what it will grow to be if you want it. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. But it's also, it gets to the point where um, it changes over time based on your experience. Mm-hmm. So your your grandparents, mm-hmm. um, they would have certain instincts because they've experienced certain things mm-hmm. and that has caused them to develop certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. Is this... Um, an instinct or is this a learned behavior that, you know, because of the experiences that they have had? 
I think it's also the context of the time and space that there were. My grandmother listened more to nature. There's something about nature. We are supposed to be one at one with nature. We are born to be one because we are part of nature and nature is part of us. So we're so supposed to be one with us. And because they did not have all of the distractions we have today. So they were more you know, attuned to the happenings around them. And they listened more to, 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 to their hearts, so to say. They listened more to what was inside of them. My grandmother, when I was growing up, I would be going to the market with my grandmother. And all of a sudden, she would stop. And she would just say, wait, I think a snake is about to cross her path. And I would wonder, how, how does she know that? And invariably, you will see these things, you know, slithering across. She was so, so, she was so in tune with nature, she could tell what was happening within nature because she was part of that nature. But today we have so many distractions, we don't listen. You're being, uh, to be in tune with nature, sometimes you, it's regarded as some kind of spiritual mumbo jumbo for like, you know, as if you're just somewhere out there. You know, sometimes so people suppress that because if they're in a, a certain a crowd and that crowd is not welcoming of that kind of way of, of behavior and they want to belong, what you don't own does not show forth its full potential. It just you know, It's just atrophies. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Whatever you don't have. It's like your body. If you exercise your body, you become strong. Okay, so this is something that you can practice, something mm -hmm. that you can hone. I think so. Okay, but are there any limitations or downsides to relying solely on instincts? Side. Uh, well, I, well, I think the limitations for relying solely on your instinct, if you're not warning your instinct and suddenly maybe you wake up one day and decide to follow your instinct, it might not work for you because... And maybe one day you're working and somebody said, oh, yeah, you know what? I follow my instinct and they work for me very well. And then you decide, oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to also tune into my own instinct, I see. But you've not been honing this skill. At that point, you have no way of knowing whether those things that you're feeling, they're actually instinct or just emotions. But you should be able to trust your emotions as well. And that gets back to, I think, a previous question where... Um, what happens when there are certain elements in a society who are socialized to suppress their emotions? For example, um, females are, you know, kind of socialized to not feel anger, even though it's a very human emotion. Mm -hmm. um, and they would react normally. They would normally react to something with anger, with mm -hmm. distrust, with mm -hmm. disgust. But in a society that says that that is not appropriate behavior mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. certain parts of the society, mm -hmm. then they are socialized to suppress that reaction, that mm -hmm. instinct to say, that is wrong. That's another thing we're talking about. Are you reacting to an instinct or to emotion? We are not saying that emotions are not good. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the emotions, you cannot always trust your emotions. If your emotions are based on assumptions, for example, uh, you know, we live in a society where people are not always very tolerant. Mm -hmm. This has happened to me before. You now walk into a place or a supermarket and someone maybe has had a bad day says something or does something and instantly you're thinking to yourself they are discriminating against me because of my race you see 
And it might not be because of your race. It might be because of a different thing. You see what I'm saying? So you are now are making assumptions and those assumptions now bring forth emotion of anger. You get and triggered. Then, and then you get triggered and you trigger and you respond according to your trigger. In that respect, can you say your emotions were right? Instinct is something that you know. It's a knowing that you cannot explain. And instinct will always, most instincts, your instincts will be perfectly right. I could even say up to saying 99% be right. If you're used to listening to it, if you're used to respecting it. I mean, think about animals in the field. They work by their instinct. Animals work by instinct. This thing's been given into us to protect us. But as humans, when we start to evolve with all the things that the knowledge that we think that we have, we let go of those things. Anything that you do not make work for you will not work for you. That's the truth. Instinct you can trust. But emotions, not always so. So what are some signs that, you know, you have well-developed instincts? For example, you have in tune with your body. You just feel that oneness with your body. You have that oneness inside mm -hmm. of you. Mm, this is a little bit personal. Some time ago, <laughs> someone did something that betrayed my trust, you know, like a really betrayal. I don't know how I knew it, but I just knew it. Within 24 hours of, it, of that thing happening, I knew it. And I think much later, it, they still did not believe that I didn't go searching they all believe that, oh, yeah, I must have done some kind of <laughs> some kind of detective work to uncover what I did. But I did it because the moment it happened, I knew it. The instinct is the knowing that you cannot explain. I think it's, it's as simple as that. It's internal. It's, it's like internal. In, yes. It's in your, it's yes. Like and then you have this persistent thought that you cannot shake. That's another way that you know that you have well-developed instinct. Oh, okay. When you have this thing, you cannot shake it. You know, sometimes you're thinking like, okay, where is that coming from? You know, but you cannot shake that something is not quite right, you know? Mm. And then you tend to know things before they happen. In French, it's called déjà vu. And the French for déjà vu is something that's already seen. Yeah. It's, you have a feeling that you've seen something, you have experienced something. But you cannot recall where you experienced that thing. And another thing is that you, pre you frequently do have epiphanies. Mm. You do. When you have that, you, it's, the aha you, you, moment. Just, you just say, aha, I know it. Like it's a light bulb moment. It's like a conversation within yourself. Mm. That knowing within the self. But how can you develop <laughs> these instincts? I you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, um, uh, yeah, like yeah. meditation. Like... I, think, I think that reflection is a very good way of de developing your instinct. If you sense that kind of deja vu moment, reflect on it, think about why you feel some of the things. Or sometimes maybe you tend to sense something before they happen, and a few minutes <laughs> later, they happen. Meditate. It's something that you can be developed. You spend time, you know, outside nature. Spend oh, wow. time in nature. Like just this week, I was I went out walking. It was so beautiful. The sun was out. I just saw this bench, and it was just just that bench, and it seemed like the sun was shining, almost as if something in the heavens was just blessing that that bench. I could not explain it, and I stopped in my track, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to sit there, and I just went there. And sat there and instantly, Margaret, 
I started feeling this sense of gratitude. Mm. I'm, so, I'm someone who feels grateful to God for a lot of things. But there was this overwhelming sense of gratitude. It felt like I was removed from everything. Like it was just me and the sun pouring to me. And that space, I mean, it, seemed, it was such a small space, but it seemed so big. Like I was encompassing this thing. And you know what I started to do? And I started to thank God. I started to, to just utter words with my mouth. And I couldn't explain it, Margaret. I started to thank God, like bit by bit of my life, when I was born, periods of my life, from when I was born to when I became an adult, got married, my university days, the day I graduated, my kids, the day I gave birth. I remember the look on my daughter's face. I remember that on my son's face. I remember every minute details of all the things that my, my mind was just picking on. It was this joy in my heart. But it enveloped me. I cannot explain, Margaret. But I was just enveloped by this joy, like something poured into me. And I felt so happy. And you know how long I walked that day? I started out thinking I was just going to walk for about 8, 10 kilometers. You know, I ended up walking 18 point something kilometers. I'm not kidding you. Okay, I would be very, very <laughs> grateful to find a bench. I'd be very thankful. I would be sitting down and giving great glory to the Almighty. Yes. I mean, like, yeah, no, I'm, no, that's yeah. not me walking like 18 kilometers or even eight to 10 kilometers. No. Yeah. When you're out there in nature, there's something that happens to just you, the trees, the sun and, and the birds, and it bets something in you. It brings out the instinct that the original you, the real you, that it makes it come right out to actually, you know, communicate with you, to fellowship, actually not communicate. The you in you comes out at that time to fellowship with you. I don't know if it makes sense. No, it, it does. But then again, it's like, what do you do with that? I mean, like, um, do you like write this down or you, you know, journal this or you write poetry or you paint something? What do you do think, with this? I think that's the next thing I was going to say because for developing or growing, actually, your instinct is to take notes. Take notes of those special moments. Like when I went there and that happened, it was almost as if I was led to the chair and I sat there. Now I know. Next time I have that feeling, that, that compulsion to move, to sit at a particular place, because I couldn't explain. Why did I sit in this random, on this random desk in the midst of nowhere, just sat there when I was actually going for a walk? But I sat there, I look at the experience that I had. It gave me joy that, and I think it probably just renewed my youth. I oh, would wow. like to think. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess I got to get out in nature some more. I, think, like, wow. I just think that when you feel that kind of joy, it must do something to you internally. So for me, it's like take notes of those situations. And when you take notes of those situations, it will help you. So next time you feel like that, you will tap into it. Who doesn't want to feel that kind of joy? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, Sarah, with that, we come to the end of this episode about instincts, and um, we hope that you've enjoyed your time with us. Once again, this is From Fearful to Fierce, the roadmap to becoming the best version of yourself from Sarah. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for tuning in. I hope that you like our talk today on instinct. Please take the tips, and whatever works for you, you take. And what doesn't, just put it by the wayside, but you know, develop your instinct. Okay. <laughs> and this is Margaret Carter signing off. Thank you.